<laughs> this is Harry Hawk Football. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news from the week, including Troy Vincent being cut after making that miraculous block kick against the Cowboys last season. We talk about the random Redskin of the week, the Dockery Report, and much more. Live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 Welcome to the 68th edition of Harry Hog Football. This is Aaron, Josh, and John coming at you live from Harry Hog Studios in beautiful Burbank. <laughs> beautiful Burbank. Yeah. Hang uh, on. Uh, what band do we have playing tonight? Uh, what's the face and uh, something Weinstein 8? What? Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know. The Weinstein Man, 8. We need, like, we need a Harry Hog band. You know, kind of like uh, Letterman's got uh, Paul Schaefer and the CBS orchestrations. And uh, and what's Jay Leno got? He's got that band. Max Weinstein hey. and the 17. No, that was Conan O'Brien, the Max Weinberg 7. And he's like a drummer and he's it's got his own band. band. It's, it's, it's Kevin Eubanks in the Tonight Show band. Yeah, but I'm... With Conan's dude, it's not too often you see the drummer have the band. You know what I mean? Yeah, Max Weinberg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like Phil Collins, I guess. <laughs> anyway. He'll do it. What has he been doing lately? <laughs> I don't know, but... um. This is Harry Hog Football featuring Genesis. <laughs> they are doing a reunion tour, I heard. So I don't know. <laughs> Sue, Sue, Sue. Yeah. We're going to play Hail to the Redskins real quick. We can get him to sing. We can get him to sing "Hail to the Redskins" with his like overly um, reverbed voice. That is his trademark. All like, <laughs> all Genesis style. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough of that. Um, moving forward, some Redskins news from the week. Um, there is some junk happening. Uh, first and foremost, uh, well, not foremost, but first, Troy Vincent. Um, Mr. Miracle block kick against the Cowboys, the best football game I've ever been to, as far as I'm concerned. Thank you very much. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. It was cut. Yeah. And, um, been cut. he's been cut, and this frees up 1.3 million in cap space. And, um, which is good. Yeah. Which we need. Because on the Dockery report, basically, on the Dockery report, um, Nothing's happening as far as I've seen. Have you seen anything, Josh, John? No, they still not have a thing. Still no deal. Not a thing. Yeah. Although, I mean, I mean, it was talked about this week. Even Gibbs talked about it, and I think John's going to touch on that a little bit. But, like, you know, that they're saying they still got to get it done no matter what. But I guess we'll just see. Mm-hmm. They've got till Friday. Free agency starts on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, they got to get them signed before then. I guess we'll find out in the next four days. And, How valuable um, is he? Is he, a, is he really a, uh, you know, a, a, what is it that Gibbs likes to call the people that we end up letting go? Like real Redskins? He bet they better not let him go, dude. Yeah. Like I was saying on the yeah, website, dude. Anything about it, dude. Like I was saying on the website, it's never good to like open a hole to plug another one. 
In other words, we already know yeah. we got a good thing going there, so why let him go to try to get someone that may help out in another position that we don't know for sure? Right. You know what I mean? I mean, when you have a, a talent like that that you've homegrown and, and groomed for four years and and who's become, frankly, one of the, I think, one of the top-tier guards in the league at this point, you know, if he has another year like he had last year, I think he's, he's you know, one of the top guards in the league, period. I, I mean, this year, arguably, next year, if he does it again, definitely not arguably. He'd be, like, in top three mm-hmm. the entire NFL. Yep. Um, so... You need to re-sign them out there. Go. Get it together. I just you know what? They always drag the feet on the stuff. Do you remember like two <laughs> years ago when we were talking about Dockery and we were like every game he got like a false start or holding? And then this year he like cleaned up his act. <laughs> yeah. We're like, man, it was they Dockery. Maybe they're all remembering that. They're like, okay, so he had a good year, but, you know. He's come around, man. They're all saying, remember we used to joke him when he walked in the locker room every day? <laughs> I mean, that's the whole reason that we came up with that whole Dockery report thing was to joke his next penalty that he had. And then last we season... We always had something yeah. to say. We always had something to say about him every week because it was always something that he did. I know, but then yeah. last season it like turned around and it went from us like joking him kind of like Daryl Pounds to him being awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he dropped like 20 or 30 pounds and <laughs> zero pounds. Yeah. And he got a... <laughs> you know, he he shaped up and really he really got his act together. So you know, it's, well, it's, he's in prime position for the Redskins to drop the ball and not resign him. Mm-hmm. Shaped up, that they have been doing. He shaped up. And now they might ship him out. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Oh, you guys know it. Free agents. Speaking of a uh, unrestricted free agents, the news coming out of Atlanta was is it yesterday or today was that Patrick Kearney, the defensive end, a Pro Bowl defensive end. Um, he voided the last few years of his contract, so he is officially an unrestricted free agent as of now. And, you know, he's 30 years old. He might be on the way down because he was injured last year for the first time in his career, but, you know, that could be, if the Redskins could afford him, he could certainly be a guy that could fill in on the defensive end and make a huge impact. Yeah, dude. Redskins. Do you have his and stats? The Redskins wouldn't have to worry about drafting a defensive end in the in the draft with the number six pick. Well, we got yeah. I was gonna say we got the number six pick. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, would would we would we look at like you know uh, Gaines Adams out of Clemson? Uh, I mean, do you think that you think that he would still be there by that number six pick? And if so, would we look at that? Though so I think they'll definitely look at him if he's still there. I think he'll still be there. Yeah. And um, but if they pick up Patrick Kearney, have they even talked to him? Do, do we know that, or are we just speculating? Well, he just this just was announced yesterday, like last night or this morning. So we haven't heard of any teams that have talked to him yet. Right. Well, dude, if they the talk, the agency him, doesn't officially start until the second. So, well, if they pick up Patrick Kearney, then that could be interesting. And um, what would they do with the uh, draft pick? Right, would they pick someone else or would they trade down and get some more draft picks? Well, you know, I don't know if there's a, <laughs> there's definitely not enough cap space right now to sign him because he's going to get a, he's going to fetch a high price. Well, is there going to be enough cap? We're going after Nate Clement as well or London Fletcher at middle linebacker, which we've been talking about a lot. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And, you know, Bernie is 30 years old and I'm kind of wary of any, at this point, especially the way the Redskins keep signing Former good or great players who are past their prime. Anyone whose age starts at the three being brought in as a free agent kind of worries me. 
I know anyone over the age Man. that starts with a three is old, basically. Yeah, in football, basically. Especially the way the Redskins luck has been going with signing people past the time. They're past their due date. I love how Aaron said in football, since we're all over the age of three. Speaking of, John. We're all over the age of 30 now. Speaking <laughs> of, John had a uh, birthday last week. Happy birthday, John. I think we forgot to mention it on the last episode. We did, man. I totally forgot, dude. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. John is only 39. <laughs> not 39. <laughs> only 32. I'm only 32. Okay. Anyway, um, anyway, um, what do you think if the Redskins did go after like Kearney or any other defensive end or, um, to make him? I think if they went, I mean, if they got, they went after Kearney, I mean, and, and he was, and the price is right, sure, that, that's, that's one thing. But does that really, I mean, if you do that, does that change your game plan in your, in the draft, you know, as far as what you're looking at? I mean, if they're truly looking at picking up James Adams or somebody like that, that, you know, is going to go early on as, uh, um, you know, as a defensive end, you know, or as defense, any defensive lineman at all in the draft. I mean, if they're looking at that, uh, you know, what do you do? I mean, do you pick him up and say, we'll move on to our next pick and just let this guy go and hope that, uh, you know, hope that the veteran can hold it out for a couple more years until somebody else can come up and they can get him? Or, you know, there's all that stuff to consider. That's a, or would they yeah, trade I their pick? The are... Go ahead, Ann. Do you think they would trade down? If they picked up someone like Kearney, I think they'd have to for the money. Because if they're looking, if they're going to sign a high-end cornerback, which is Nate Clemens, who's pretty much the only one left, um, and if they pay the money that Patrick Kearney is is going to get paid, because you know he didn't void his contract because he wanted to go somewhere and not get paid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He wants he's, he's like I got four or five great years left or good years left. I want to get paid. That's the whole point. He's going to go pretty much to the highest bidder or close to it. Right. So between him and a quarterback and maybe a, maybe a linebacker with London Fletcher, which they've been talking about, all of that, and finding a number one pick, they're going to have to cut half the team. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's what I was about to say. If they get Patrick Kearney or they sign a number six pick, it's it's going to be expensive either way. I mean, I don't know what the, the one. I don't know what the difference the guy is. Who's proven in the NFL, or do you go with the do you go with the uh, rook? The I tend I if I had the option. Adams is kind of intriguing though. You guys like read up on him. Who? Yeah, he went to Clemson. Yeah. for knowledge. Yeah, but like, but in high school he played eight man football, and uh, really, and he was a receiver. <laughs> yeah, I heard about eight that. Football, eight man football in high school. He was a receiver, and he caught 158 passes, and um, he got zero. He got he got nothing, no offers from any colleges. Well, he only played one year in high school, from what I heard, and it was that. Eight, about that. And it was the eight man deal. He basically said he just didn't get any respect in high school because he played eight man ball, and uh, and then he finally he went to I guess like Fork Union Military Academy, and once he went there, then he started getting some uh, you know some offers, and then he obviously eventually went to Clemson, but. He said that, you know, basically he's got a, he's, he's a, he's a speedy guy. And, uh, he's just got some different moves from having that experience of playing eight man ball and, and, uh, and being a receiver. So I, I don't know, he's kind of intriguing if we really want to go the defensive end route. If he's there. Well, I think yeah. we definitely want to go the defensive end route. We're going to get one either through the free agency or, yeah. or through the draft. But I or still. Through the draft, pretty much the only free agent that's out there is Patrick Kearney because all the other 
good ones that are out there or great ones that are available have already got the franchise tag put on them. And, um, but with the, uh, man, go ahead. I forgot what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. So, you know, basically, you know, the, I think the Redskins are probably thinking the same thing today because no one really expected, I don't think anyone really expected, uh, Kearney to suddenly become available and they can't franchise because he's no longer in the contract. Right. <laughs> so, it's, uh, it's an intriguing thing. I mean, we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be some information coming out about that. And I have a feeling, you know, free agency starts Friday the 2nd, and by the 3rd, Kearney's going to be somewhere. I have a feeling. I don't know if Redskin 1 is going to be the, <laughs> the airplane that he's on, bringing him up to Washington and getting him to sign or what, but... Dude, I remember what I was going to say. I remember what I was going to say, dude. If uh, Patrick yeah. if Patrick Kearney's gone somewhere else, right, and the Redskins go in the draft and uh, Gaines Adams is gone early, and I think there is another – I don't think they're going to go with the defensive tackle with the sixth pick, even though some of the you know professional dudes are saying that. It's just so early to, to take a to – take a... Well, this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that if both of those guys are gone when they get down to the sixth pick, I wouldn't be surprised that the Redskins traded down and um, maybe got like if the right offer comes up. Well, because some of the cornerbacks in the league or in the draft, I think, are like slated for later in the uh, you know the first round. Yeah, late first round, early second round. You're right. So I wouldn't be surprised if they traded down for like multiple picks, tried to pick up another cornerback, or just you know. You know, two guys, two high quality guys instead of one like superstar. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like to because speculate on that crap because I don't really like. I don't. I mean, every year I'm like, why'd they do that? So, I mean, it does. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Anyway. Yeah, but you know, I mean, no one's known the risk you never know, though. It's like. It's like, who knows, if, if something happened. I mean, last year's draft was kind of mixed up in a lot of ways. You know, people that you thought were going to go, like, really early, like one or two or third pick, didn't go. I mean, like, uh, even, like, looking at Matt Leinard, I thought he was going to go a lot earlier last year. You know, the quarterback. Yeah, he fell all the way to number 10. Yeah. I know. And never know. I think he was 10. But, but, I mean, the same thing, like, you know, uh, uh, this year, what's his name out of uh, – Brady Quinn. Brady Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Brady Quinn. Dude, see, I wouldn't be... Like, a lot of people are like, well, he's expected to go, like, you know, his first pick or something. Well, like, so was Matt Leiner for a while. I mean... A lot of the people know, that... I think Brady Quinn's going to... A lot of the people that I saw were picking Brady Quinn to go, like, number 10. But I think well, that's the, the Detroit will take him. I really do. That's the question I have. I mean, like, or looking Oakland. at the Redskins history, I mean, if number six pick comes up, Brady Quinn's sitting there... Oh, we better not take know, The Redskins just have this, like, history of being so offensive happy, like, playmaker-type happy, you know, as far as, like, taking taking people. Dude, they're not going to uh, take them. Look at the, uh, they're not going to take them. Look at, look at the teams that are ahead of the Redskins, too. I mean, right now you've got Oakland. They need a quarterback. Right. You've got Cleveland. They need a quarterback. Tampa Bay, they need a quarterback. Detroit. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be quarterbacks and wide receivers are going to be going big time first. Maybe yeah. maybe a running back like maybe Adrian Peterson. I don't know. Calvin but Johnson. I, I have very little doubt that one of those two defensive ends that they've been talking about are going to be available at the six pick. I don't think I I say a one percent chance both those guys would be gone 
signed a six pick yeah. in this draft. Yeah, it's just There's, a matter of what the Redskins end up doing. The other dude is Jamal Anderson from uh, Arkansas, right? Anderson from Arkansas, yeah. So, but from what I was reading about both of them, people were kind of leaning towards Gaines Adams as being the better all-around player. Yeah, and then Aaron, you mentioned like defensive tackle. If we're looking at defensive tackle, I mean, what about this this kid? Uh, uh, Amabi or Amobi, uh, Okayi or whatever his name is, and went to Louisville. I mean, the dude's just 19 years old. He's, he's looking at being the youngest draft pick ever. Um, but, uh, apparently, you know, he can play some ball. I mean, from, from everything that I've read on the guy. Um, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Really. There, you know, does, does his old coach, who's now in Atlanta, uh, take them just to bring him on. It seems like they have a pretty good relationship in Louisville, and uh, you know, he could have the opportunity to go and continue playing with the same coach in Atlanta if they play their cards right. Well, I think that from what I was reading, the Redskins are looking at this dude, Branch, from Michigan, defensive tackle. Um, I don't know much about him either. But anyway, uh, I don't think they should take a defensive tackle. I really don't. Yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement on that, that the defensive end issue has been an issue for a number of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need someone who can rush the damn passer. And also, <laughs> on a different note... We need someone who can come around the end and hit the damn quarterback. Yeah, and both of those defensive end dudes, were, they were, they're fast, from what I'm reading. Yeah. Right. But um, on another note, um, dude, who's the uh, random Redskin of the week? Random Redskin of the Week is uh, Itziani Ohalate. You guys may remember him. Safety, came out of USC, and played for the Redskins from 2001 to 2003. And eventually he was let go and he went to the Saints. Before that, you might remember that he uh, he was the guy who had number 26 when when Clinton Porters came to the team and Clinton Porters was supposed to pay him something like $40,000 or something so he could have the number for 26 and he ended up they ended up going to court, I think, because he only paid him half of what he agreed to pay him. And by that time, Ojalate had made it to the Saints and then was out of football. But, uh, it's got Wait, hold on, dude. Are you telling me that our United States courts are really have cases like that? He said I could wear that. And he was wearing my jersey. I told him he could. And it's like Judge Judy's like, did you tell him you can wear your jersey? Did you tell him that? <laughs> I think you're lying, sir. No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking to you, Clinton. I'm not talking to you. You'll have your turn. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think they ended up. He ended up paying half of it, and the other half he ended up paying to charity or something like that. I really don't remember, but uh, she'd like she'd like hold Clinton in contempt no. for wearing like those wigs and stuff. That's right. Yeah, and then, yeah he'd and, come in with those big ears and be like Judge Hank Sankey or Judge Watner or whatever. It was Judge Watner. Anyway, dude. People's court. So, Olate is the random red skin of the week. Olate. Olate. That's right. Former um, number 26. John, did you happen to read anything about that? Apparently, at the Combine in Indianapolis, Joe Gibbs had a 40-minute um, news conference with some reporters, and our HarryHogFootball.com, John Adams, was not there, but I think he may have read about it online. <laughs> did you pick up anything about that, John? I, I wanted to be there. Um, I read some of that stuff online. As a matter of fact, the Redskins were uh, they were talking about this and that. Especially, he's trying to keep Dockery there, no matter what is the uh, is the company line right now. Um, 
Oh, no, Josh, you've been keeping up on the combine, too. What have you heard about that? Well, I mean, uh, I mean, we, we touched on a bunch of stuff already today. I mean, that, that uh, you know, the, the Gibbs news conference and, and whatnot. They uh, talked about everything from salary cap and, um, I mean, I'll, I'll touch on the combine here, but I mean, uh, uh, some, some things we hadn't mentioned, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if you were going to say, John, I mean, he talked about Clinton Portis and, you know, uh, he was asked how's Clinton doing and those kind of things and, uh, so that he seems to be doing pretty well. So we expect to see him back. Adam Archuleta, I think, uh, you know, Oh, that'd be right. He did address that. Right now. That's right. That's right. He said, Archuleta, we plan that we want to have him back, and we hope that things are going to be a lot better this year uh, than they were last year. And, you know, uh, our goal is to find a way that he fits in for us and that kind of thing. Um, You know, there there was an interesting thing he brought up because there were a lot of players. I remember Philip Daniels was really kind of the the guy I courted the most who was complaining about. Uh, the off-season OTAs, off-season workouts, and, you know, how everyone was expected to be at Redskins Park pretty much year-round doing their, their off-season regiment, and that the regiments weren't geared towards all the players correctly and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, the guys from the U wanted to go down to the U and do their stuff there. And, you know, just a whole lot of that. So apparently kids is, is slacking, slacking off on the uh, – on bringing all the players in, expecting everyone to be there all the time. And he's right. basically told people, as long as they're doing their stuff, they can train right. away from away from Redskins Park. And, but on the other, on the flip side of that, instead of starting spring or spring training, <laughs> instead of starting training camp uh, late later than I think any other team did last year, they're going to start it a week early yeah. um, to bring them in earlier. And I think this is a really good idea because yeah. you know dudes need a break. Right, and but that said, like go home. to touch on what you said, he said basically that the uh, that the on field uh, off season activities, which what you were talking about, John, about them training, yeah. that they would probably start those activities um, like six or seven weeks later, where everybody actually has to show up. So, right, right. So they would give them those extra six or seven weeks to do their training on their own, and he pretty much said, you know, I trust these guys, you know, mm-hmm. as long as they're doing their training. So, yeah. I don't know. That's cool. He also said I mean, I that... Think, uh, I think psychologically it's going to help a lot because guys just need to get away from there. Mm-hmm. you got to get away. You, know, you just need to get away from there for a while. Everyone needs a vacation. Yeah. He also you know, said... You know, I mean, I'm not saying they're going down and just going to lazy, be lazy, but yeah, mm-hmm. you, you can't live and breathe at 365 days a year. you got to give a guy a break. Mm-hmm. Let him get away for a while. Right. Back on the Clinton Portis thing, I also remember reading something to the effect of he thought that Clinton Portis was, like, pumped and ready for the season. Oh, yeah. And he has the desire to play. It said something like he has the desire, like, as in, you'll see, or something like that. He has, like, a burning desire. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a chef song from South Park. Anyway. um, But, I mean, like, combine stuff, and we talked about a little bit. Yeah, it's been on the uh, it's been running in a loop nonstop on NFL Network this weekend. So uh, if you haven't caught it, chances are you can turn it on at three in the morning after hearing our podcast, and uh, it'll still be there. But um, man, I kept it was funny because like I had it on uh, Saturday morning, and then was watching it, and came back Saturday evening and turned it back on, and it was like the same BFF, Big Fat Fatty, <laughs> uh, offensive lineman. And he 
was running a 40, and I was like, dang, how many times are they going to make this guy run a 40 today? <laughs> maybe he's that, maybe, dude, maybe he was just that I mean, slow. <laughs> yeah, he ran it twice. I thought he'd be, like, down on his back, like, huffing and puffing. Maybe it was I the 40-mile uh, he was running. <laughs> but, no, I mean, they had it on a loop on NFL Network. So, I mean, <laughs> it, it's on there. And, and they had, you know, linemen on yesterday. I watched some of the uh, some of the tight ends. You know, we didn't really talk about that too much. But, I mean, uh, depth below Chris Cooley, we were talking about that just the three of us a little bit earlier today. Um but, uh, I believe you said that they had some nice tight ends playing. <laughs> <laughs> there were a couple of nice tight ends on there. No, you said they had a. Co- you said they had a couple of good looking tight ends. To when Aaron mentioned the fact that his wife bought him a blow up doll. All right. Speaking. <laughs> hey, speaking of. Hey, dudes. Anyway. Everyone. 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 Yeah. Well, I would say all there were some pretty good tight ends there. Nice tight ends, huh? Dude, speaking of that whole blow up doll like <laughs> controversy. To set matters straight, there's going to be a picture of it right here on the podcast, so you can see what we're talking about. Oh, Lord. So get your heads out of the gutter. Yeah, you're going to have to put a picture on the uh, website, too. Hey, here's a picture right here. I'm putting it up, and this is me watching the Redskins game. And apparently, if you just look at the look on my face, I'm obviously upset about what's going on at the screen. And he has his hand on the back of me. <laughs> and then you can see the blow-up doll in the background. Okay. I mean. I mean the inflatable red skin. Anyway, back to the tight ends. <clears throat> nice segue. Uh, the uh, there were some there were some guys that you know. If you look at what what depth we have at tight ends, you know that that could really fill. in. the question is, do the Redskins need a tight end? Would we choose a tight end? Is that even on the radar for the Redskins? Uh, the tight ends usually you can draft, especially if you're looking for backup. You can usually draft them pretty late. So that might play into the Redskins' favor because, I mean, you know, Kozlowski, Fourier. I think um, Kozlowski's done. I think he's cut. He's bye-bye. He might be done. Yeah, Fourier should be back. Uh, apparently he was a Redskin last year. I don't know if anyone remembers him ever playing. He never did anything. Right. I remember but, uh, someone in the in the offseason sending us an email saying that they were pumped because their their boy, Fourier, was coming to the Redskins. That's about it. That's all I remember about him from the season. Yeah. Maybe he'll be better this year. Patriots before, wasn't he? Yeah. He wasn't, he wasn't bad. He's a good backup, dude. If we can get him there. Well, dude, if we if he shows up this year, I mean, last year he was almost completely ineffective. But then again, that was early in the house on his offense, too, so. Yeah, he kept dropping. This year will be good, but the Patriots have a great knack for letting people go when they're past their, uh, past their due date, so. Or before they get past their due date. So maybe they're on to something. Well, there are a couple of tight ends there, man. This one guy, Greg Olson, he looked really, he looked awesome. I mean, just watching the drills and watching him run, uh, I mean, just, I mean, he looked really good. Um, and, uh, there are a couple of them. There's some guy named Michael Allen. Um, I don't know. I mean, there were just a, there were a, 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 I thought a good handful of, of tight ends and then, and then, of course, you saw the guys that were, like, pretty mediocre and, uh, you know, the guys that were dropping a few balls here and there. But, but really, I mean, there weren't a, a whole lot of guys that were dropping a lot of balls. I mean, it was, it was, uh, it just seemed like everybody was a notch above what I've, you know, what you've seen before in the past when, when they've showed any of this stuff over the past couple of years. So. <laughs> 
the whole big fat fatty thing was funny because Josh was telling me about it. I was, he's like, dude, I was watching the combine and there is, there's a bunch of offensive linemen running the 40. And then I start, I go, dude, who would want to see that? And then I started thinking, I was like, Oh yeah, my wife. She loves watching offensive linemen pick up a fumble and run down the field. <laughs> it's like her favorite thing about football is okay, when like well, the sad thing was my wife was like, Did they make them wear those outfits? <laughs> uh, or do they choose to wear those? I was like, No. I think they could wear whatever like shorts or pants they wanted, but they made them wear like the certain shirts and stuff. But man, some of the guys I mean, you know. You got to know how fast the guys are, though. I mean, you know, you know how fast do we see Docker go down the field bowling people over? You got to know how fast they are, even if they are. That's true. <laughs> I mean, uh, even if they are. If they run twice and they're huffing and puffing, you know, you don't want them on your team. You know, the the, uh, the offensive tackle out of um, Wisconsin, Joe Thomas or whatever, I mean, he ran, uh, he ran a 4.92 in the 40. That is fast because I saw some cornerbacks that were only running like four fives and stuff. I mean, there were a couple. There were a couple others too. I was looking at my. I, wrote, I was writing some stuff down here. There's a couple other guys. It was like, uh, what's that guy's name? Some guy out of like Texas or Texas Tech or something. He ran like a four. Same thing, like a four point nine or four point nine one. Wait, where is he some from? He ran like a four point eight, and he was a. Uh, and these are these are linemen. Huh. You know. Anyway, dudes, do you guys, um, like an 8.6. Dude, you guys hear that music? Yep. That's right. It's time. I don't hear it, dude. Once again. Dude, it's time once again for Tom's Trivia. And then first, let's uh, recap the question last week. It was in Super Bowl 22. The Redskins scored on every possession except one in the second quarter. What happened? Do you guys know? Do you guys know? know? Do you know, Josh? I, I know because somebody wrote in and told us. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, the answer is is they got the ball back after Brian Davis intercepted, which I mentioned a few weeks ago. And um, they basically had like 10 seconds left or something and just kneeled it down. <laughs> We actually got a phone call with the answer to that. Oh, really? I didn't get that. Sweet. On the Harry Hog hotline. Yeah, on the Harry Hog hotline, dude. Excellent. Yes. And we got it early on. And, and unfortunately, I was supposed to send that to Aaron so he could put it on the podcast. And I didn't do that. So, uh, we'll get all that, that, uh, phone call stuff in later on the next podcast. So I apologize. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the winner was uh, David Tant, and um, he will win a um, Harry Hog Football Mozilla Firefox theme for his web browser, and uh, Josh will send that to you directly. Congratulations, David. And, and congratulations to and this kid's on my mind who, uh, who called in and gave us the answer, but uh, I'll go ahead and I'll send you one as well for doing that. Um. um and that brings us to this week's question, which was actually sent in by Tom of Tom Trivia. <laughs> Who also sent in the answer, too, but he was just a little bit late. And there's just something about Tom winning his own Tom's Trivia that 
it's kind of like that thing where like employees of the, you know, are not eligible for the contest. But anyway. So anyway, here's the question that Tom sent in for this week. What do the following Hall of Fame players have in common other than being in the Hall of Fame? Troy Aikman, Steve Largent, and Walter Payton. This is a pretty good question. So if you guys know the answer, go ahead and send us in an email at redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-Hogfootball.com. Or give us a phone call. We all, we all have like a third nipple or something. <laughs> or give us a phone call at 202-657-HAIL. And uh, leave us a message. That's H-A-I-L in, in case there's some people out there that didn't make it past third grade. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not hail. It's an hail yet. It's just an hail for the Redskins. Right. Yeah. Harry Hawk football. Um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Tim Walker. Wrote us in. He's hailing the Redskins from Lee, Massachusetts. Or is that Maine? Of the Patriots country. <laughs> is it Massachusetts or Maine? Uh, to, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's up there. Shout England. out to, uh, to Hogtown Diesel. He called us. Left his voicemail again. Way to go, Hogtown Diesel. Um... Got a voicemail also from, man, I really, I really fell down on a job this week on the voicemail. Um, got a voicemail from some Eagles fan in Ireland. What did he want? Really? <laughs> I don't know. What the hell did he want? And why? <laughs> some Eagles fan in Ireland just saying that he listened to our podcast and enjoyed it or something like that. Really? That's great. We hate the Eagles. <laughs> That's kind of interesting because I've never heard an Eagles fan say a good word about anyone. But thanks anyway. So thanks anyway, um, Eagles fan. Yeah, in Ireland. Um, yeah, thanks. You know, there's a Redskins podcast, but uh, top of the morning to you. John will be over in Ireland in a few months. Maybe he can swing by and have a Guinness with you. No way, man. He's an Eagles fan. I'll try to get in a fight with me. <laughs> <laughs> At any event. You guys have anything else to add before we wrap this up? Uh, I like there's something else we're going to talk about. I don't know. Anyway, dudes, um, you know we didn't bring up what? We didn't bring up? We did not bring up that Michael Irvin got fired, well, let go or non-renewed by ESPN this week. Yep, that's right. Um, that news came out right after the uh, last podcast. Michael Irvin is no longer employed by the uh, ESPN. ABC, Disney Networks. And um, we, did, we did talk about it on the website, though. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and of course my my first thing was like, oh, he'll probably end up at NFL Network. Yeah, yeah, that was figure. But apparently he wants to get into acting. I heard something on the uh, Brian Mitchell show, and they were like, well, he's been in one movie. What is it, the longest yard? I'm in that. It was the longest yard, the remake. It was the longest yard, yard, I guess. <laughs> Dude, he's an idiot. <laughs> and, uh, he's an idiot. He can't act. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But we already know that because we already see him crying on the field. He should have um, been fired from his day job. Yeah, good, good luck, good riddance. Hopefully no one will hire you back. Um, you can go back to your car and smoke your crack. Maybe. Um, I you, you could probably do like a Mentos commercial or something. <laughs> this is a playmaker. <laughs> God, I hate him. Dude, I think right, so he could also do some... talk about that J.A. anymore. He could also do some like... Some spreads for High Times Magazine or something. 
<laughs> anyway, oh, anyway, um, I think that's about it, dude. Oh, gonna... What? What's that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's close this up. Yeah, I was gonna say next week we'll have some more information from the combine, and if or if not, the uh, Redskins retain the services of number sixty-six Derek Dockery. So some news coming up yeah, this week. That free agency should have started up, so we'll, we should have some information on uh, who's coming and who's going. Yeah. Things to start popping. Pay us a visit. So. Start paying us some visits on the blogs to talk about the news as you hear about it. We'll see you next week. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see one of them there Cowboys fans around someplace. Joe Goom! Welcome.